This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. Well, hello, everyone. We are so excited that you're with us today. And we have Jenna Harris-Hernandez. She's the founder and team lead of the SEAL Group at JPAR. And she is a productivity coach. And we are going to be in for a treat because we are going to be talking about mindset. We're going to be talking about leads. We're going to be talking about conversion, everything that you need to grow your business today. So Jenna, welcome. Hi, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm really excited. I'm super passionate about helping fellow agents and um, just contributing to the industry. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, I feel like right now there's a little bit of a mindset that, you know, the market's bad. Let me just get a pedicure and kind of, you know, live a Zen life right now. I'm not going to really stress about it. I'm just, you know, going to kind of be on easy street until the market picks up. So what would you say to someone who has that kind of maybe Zen mindset that's just like not in a, I feel like, I don't know where everyone's like, come on, let's get up and go. Let's yes. take the bull by the horns that they've kind of lost it a little bit. How would I mean, you get people in the right mindset? I mean, I am a big believer in you've always got to be coachable in this business and you cannot have an ego. And I preface with me, me saying this because that's how I try to live my life. Like I just talked to two people today. They're my coaches and they told me real SHIT. And so what I would say to that is it is an excuse to continue to live in fear. Um, and it's also to really remember why you did this in the first place. Like for me, y'all, I had no experience in real estate. I was so afraid of picking up the phone. There's, we don't like to do this stuff that is necessary to be successful. And that is normal. But, but guess what? You can't be normal and be successful. Like you have to stop making excuses. And while everyone else is running away and hiding and making excuses, you can be capitalizing in a market where people need our guidance more than ever. I don't give a crap about the lawsuits. I mean, pardon my language, but like everybody's freaking out all these lawsuits and this and that and the other. And it's like, and it's a distraction. It's a distraction. Someone asked me, literally yeah. sent me an email and like, we need to address this and we need to, you know, stand up as a company and do this and do that. And I said, no, that is a distraction. Yes, we is. are going to put that on the back burner. We don't need to spend time looking over there. We need to move mm -hmm. forward and we need to ratify contracts. So if yes. someone right now, I, I want to give them like step one, one, two, three, and four. And if you're not going down this list and going, am I doing one, two, mm -hmm. three, four, five? And mm -hmm. I know that I've got to point my thumbs in instead of pointing them that way. I got to yeah. go back in and go, here's what I need to do to be successful. Give us step one. What is that? Step one is I self-awareness. And taking ownership is number two. And they go hand in hand. Self-awareness means that you are willing to look at yourself and say, what can I do 
what am I not doing right? What am I doing right? Acknowledging it both ways. It's not a negative thing. I feel like, especially me, I'm an older millennial. We grew up in this time where like, we were supposed to wake up every morning and tell, tell ourselves how amazing we were. Well, that only gets you so far. Like <laughs> you have to be realistic. Are you making phone calls? If not, you're not going to move the needle. Are you speaking to yourself? You can, you are capable of anything. And, and that has been proven a million times in a million different ways, wherever you get your motivation from, get a good dose of it every day. You're capable of anything, um, but you have to be able to sit down and look yourself in the eye in the mirror and say, what am I doing that is either not productive, that I'm wasting time, I'm distracted, <laughs> or what am I not doing? that I need to be doing. There is a recipe for success in this business that is really quite simple. But if you are not being honest with yourself about what you need to do to be successful, you're never going to make that leap. It's so I have be. a friend of mine who says that his way that he is successful is he does 60 calls per day over three hour spans. So yeah. he feels like he's the strongest in the morning. He's like, I just make sure that no matter what I do, I do all my other stuff, like following up on contracts and everything else in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. But he's like from, you know, 9am to 12, that's when I know I'm my strongest. I don't get distracted. I kind of close the door and I go, I've got three hours from nine to 12. I have to make 60 uh, contacts. What is your formula? Yeah. is is that they need to do mm -hmm. so guys in the beginning my formula was make phone calls 12 hours a day period and I got a ton of rejection and I hated it and but here's the thing about real estate real estate is a game of farming and everyone wants it to be hunting they want to walk out into the woods and it's deer season, which y'all, I don't shoot deer. I'm from Texas. Maybe that's why this is a good, <laughs> this is a good analogy for me, but don't be offended. I've never shot a deer. Um, so they want to go out there and they want to like point, aim, shoot, get the lead. This is a game of planting seeds. Like you have to be planting seeds every single day. You have to be watering seeds. You have to be nurturing seeds before they start to grow. Now, look, now that I'm 10 years into the business, my last seven or eight listings came from referrals that I just stay in touch. I did an awesome job the first time. and But y'all, I had to pick up the phone and call cold leads or I did online leads was a big thing for me. And I was new and I also bought leads. Like I didn't have leads for my company when I first started. So the fact that your company has the opportunity for you to have leads is freaking amazing. Okay. Now the typical like, ratio conversion for online leads ultimately depends on the person, right? But they take more time to nurture. But at the end of the day, it's a game of farming. You have to plant seeds. Okay. So I just love that so much. And you know, it's funny. I literally just said this to my husband. I'm going to give a shout out to my husband. And I said to him, you know, our marriage is like a plant, right? Mm -hmm. And when we, we plant seeds of love and we watch them grow, mm -hmm. but as time goes on, there's lots of marriages that they don't water it regularly. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't give it, you know, love and they don't fertilize it and they don't give it sunshine. And yeah. if you don't do all those things. The relationship's not going to grow. And my husband, 
is unbelievable about really watering the plant and constantly adding more seeds. And Mm -hmm. that is, I love that analogy that you just gave is that you have to be planting and watering. It's, it's a farming game. It's not hunting. Mm -hmm. So I really hope people heard that. And I'd love for you guys to type that in the chat because it's so good. So let's talk very specifically of what kind of seeds are you planting what kind of water are you doing specifically for real estate to make it grow? Okay. So that would probably be three answers. And where I'd start is um, people do not care about what you know until you know who they are. And so what a lot of agents will do is they will just go straight to, okay, Mr. Buyer or Mrs. Seller, they're going to start prospecting people. Just stop. If you start there, you've already lost that person. You have got to get to why they're on whatever journey they're about to start, okay? So if they're not somebody that you've worked with before, you need to understand, like, there's no such thing as somebody wanting to buy a house. Like, I know that sounds extreme, but they want to experience owning the American dream for the first time. Maybe their parents were immigrants, that is totally different than wanting to buy a house. You need to know that about these people. Uh, I I use the example of some of my clients recently, like I, they want a big backyard. I could have slapped them on a search in the MLS and stayed in touch, just checking in. How are you doing? Which is what a lot of us do. But no, I asked questions that led me to truly get to know the reason why they want a big backyard, which is a very simple thing to do. Um, You, you, it's, I'll go over the details if you want me to, but basically they wanted a big backyard because they have a child who will be living with them for the rest of their lives because she has a disability and she keeps chickens and that's what makes her happy and joyful. And so guess what? We went on a mission to find the perfect home for their daughter. It was no more. It was not about opening doors. Okay. Now they would not have cared about any of my accolades that I have as an agent if I had not gotten to know them first. Getting someone to like, know, and trust you is a whole lot less about them getting to know you. And it's a whole lot more about you getting to know them. Okay. And so it really changes the relationship with the client. So that would be one of the first things. That's a huge part of my formula is I don't even care if it's an investor. Like an investor wants to build a legacy for his family or have passive income because he's an attorney or a doctor or whatever, which is very different than just wanting to buy a pile of sticks with some bricks on some foundation. Like you have to get to know these people first. Well, let me say this. I think that what you're saying right now, what I'm hearing you say is you have to understand where the customer's at, what their pain ports point Yes, their pain points are, and then identify what success looks like to them, and then finding a way to bridge the gap from A to B. So what I see agents doing all the time is they put people on a search, and then they never pick up the phone again and say, hey, I just sent this search to you. Let's run through it over the phone. Which properties were an absolute no? Which ones did you like? Because I get frustrated with people especially like if they sent me a whole bunch of properties, they just sent me a thousand properties or something, 500 properties. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, 
you shouldn't be really sending more than like 10 properties at a time, max, mm -hmm. or like three, and then following up with them and saying, let's go through these, D you know, is yeah. this right? Because I've heard so many people, you know, it was my mom had was looking for a property somewhere and she had said something like the, she was like the agent, um, I specifically said I wanted to make sure it had a garage and the, the properties they were sending didn't have a garage. No garage, so yeah. Then if if you if I say that to you, it's important for me to have a garage and then you don't send me properties with a garage, my first reaction is I've already said this twice, you're not listening to me. Not listening about me. Now I'm just I'm checking out, I'm moving on to someone else. Mm -hmm. And guess what, guys? They probably have a search set on Zillow. They probably have a search set with two or three other agents too. And then we wonder sometimes, why are people loyal? These people, you don't know them. Of course they're not loyal. They, you got them on a search like every other agent does. So the most important thing is get to know them. And then that door is open, that guard is down where you can actually start to show them your value beyond this beyond just knowing them beyond that. And so I think that is huge. That's been, honestly, that was the only way I started to find success in the beginning was kind of using this process. So I didn't know anything about real estate in the beginning, like at all. Thank God for brokers. <laughs> so that's a great tip for you to be calling people. Once you send them a search, you call mm -hmm. them what else can they do to convert? Because I think that a lot of people are getting these leads in, mm -hmm. but they're not able to convert them. They're not able to bridge that gap between A and B. That's one of the biggest problems that I've seen. So I've been coaching for two years and that has been one of the biggest things that I see. People have leads and all these other things going, but you it's, it's tough for people to get them across the line. So can I offer you a formula? First and foremost, the minimum number of phone calls that you need to be making a day is anywhere from 50 to 100. And that, if that sounds crazy, um, some of these people are going to tell you no straight out the gate. Make a game of it. Okay, then it's a no. That's fine. Then that's one less call you have to keep making. Like it's a gift to me when people tell me no now. So I'm like, okay, good. I can get them off my list and I have to call them all the time. <laughs> Hallelujah. One less call to make. Okay. Um, and 10 years in, I'm still making that call. So here is the formula of conversion that I used when I first got into the industry and I didn't know anything else. And granted, it took me about 18 months to get going. I was not like a crazy, awesome rock star, but I just kept trying. Okay. Um, it is G W three, the letter G, the letter W and then the number three. Okay. And that first part is well, let me do it backwards. What a lot of agents do is, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. Um, I'm a real estate agent. They start with this prospecting script, which is good, okay? We have to qualify a client. But do you guys like getting prospected? We get prospected by lenders, insurance agents. We get prospected by lead gen companies, coaches, all the stuff, right? We do not like those phone calls. So the very first thing we have to do is the G. We have got to get people's guard down, okay? And the tactic that I learned to use over the years that is the very best is to either use humor 
or to be like, hey, I know I'm the 50,000th agent that's probably called you about your canceled listing today and you're super excited to be on the phone with me, right, Molly? And she's like, oh, yeah, not really super excited about talking to me. Like, look, I get prospected all the time too and I don't want to waste your time. I just want to hear, could you tell me why you're looking to sell? I mean, I may not be able to help you, but would you be open to just telling me why you might want to sell? And see how like her guard is down. Be like, I may not, I may not be the right person to help you, but if, or do you even want to sell anymore? And see how like that is so different than, hey, I just saw that your house was canceled on the MLS and I'm a real estate agent. All of a sudden, like, boom, like guard is up. They don't want to hear anything else that you have to say. But making it humorous or talking about the obvious. Like, talk about the elephant in the room. You know these people don't want to be called. And they, you also know their aunts in real estate and their moms in real estate. Their dogs in real estate too. Everybody got a license. All right? That's another thing we can talk about. Like, find humor. Talk about something you already know why they don't want to talk to you about. And they're like, oh, this person's a real human. Maybe I don't want to cuss them out today. You know? So get that guard down. All right. And another great way of doing that is I just asked a whole bunch of questions, right? I didn't tell them that I'm top blah, blah, blah in the area or yada, yada, right? I just asked questions and let them talk. And then when they give me an answer, I'm going to ask them more questions. So get their guard down. The The G is get your guard down. What is the W? So the W is get their why. That's the first one is to get their why. Um, and that is always, you know, you've reached the why when it is emotional. Okay. Like if you haven't heard anything emotional yet, you're not there. Okay. Um, throw something out there, like a feature of a house. It could be a bay window. I don't care what it is, a big kitchen, like whatever it is. Um, say, oh, nice. Okay. You want a big kitchen? Tell me, tell me about that. Well, you know, we really like to have family over on Sundays. Okay. Um, well, what members of your family do you have over? We cook for my grandparents and yada, yada. Oh, that's so great. You have such a good relationship with your grandparents. You can keep going down this rabbit trail. See, I'm just, they're telling me an answer. I'm acknowledging I heard it. Oh, so you have your grandparents over every Sunday. Tell me about that. Oh, well, my grandparents raised me. And it's so important for me to take care of them in their older age. I might actually be living in this house with me someday. And see how all of a sudden I'm finding gold and like I'm getting life stories and I'm getting meaning and I'm getting emotion. And so what I have also found is when you find this wine, it is number one, emotional. Number two, y'all, our clients get tired of having offers rejected. They get tired of dealing with lenders. They get tired of the process sometimes. And if we have this, not only do we feel like they're hero because we listened to them and we heard them, okay? Um, and we've earned their trust, but we also now use this as our North Star. Like, that's what I've always used it as. Like, Molly, I'm so sorry. I know we put in, tw- you know, 20 offers. This is not the case so much anymore, but back in 2020, 2021, please do not grow weary. I know it's just around the corner. I know you're exhausted. I know you're worn out. I know we have tried, but we can totally make this happen for you and your family. And I want to see you guys in that kitchen on Sundays, accomplishing your goal. We have two more months before your lease is up. Like, let's stay the course. Let's see if we can do this. I really believe in it. See how that is like 
so different than the other approach that's that's not tied toward their future success, their their ultimate goal. So first step is to get their guard down, yeah. have them kind of trust you, then just keep asking why. I think that yes. is really, really powerful. And what does the three stand for? So after that, we want to start to qualify them because I'm also a really big believer in like, we need to, we cannot work with wishy-washy clients, right? So we need to start to qualify somebody. So this would essentially be in like a conversational cadence, okay? So we've gotten their why, we've established trust, we found an emotional purchasing or selling reason, okay? Um, and the third one would be, that's when we start to work on when, okay? So I'm actually gonna pull up this little presentation that I have. So I wanna make sure that I get all these. It's so natural for me now. I wanna make sure that I get it in a way that's like, gonna make really good sense for you guys so the next is when and how I usually work the when is I want to qualify them without them knowing they're being qualified like and it's not to be deceptive it's because I want to keep the guard down I don't want it coming back up once that guard comes back up like let's say they just tell you this life story and they're starting to trust and you're like all right well when can I help you sell your house? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We are, we just started to decide that I don't hate you. <laughs> Let's like take it down a notch. We're not jumping in bed yet. Like this is not a full-blown relationship. So we want to start to actually ask them qualifying questions with the win. So that's the, the, the second W is when. This is all about leading qualifying. So what I typically do is, so in a perfect world is usually the sentence that I use. In a perfect world, when would you like to accomplish this goal? Mm -hmm. And see how that's really different than when can we put your house on the market? Let's get going. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to open that door and let's say they're like, well, ideally, you know, six months from now, because I um, want to save up a little bit more for a down payment. Okay. Awesome. That's you're so wise. I think that's really smart. Um, and guys, what's something else that we want to find out? Like, do they have a house to sell? Sometimes we don't know that. So, um, what I typically do is I assume if I don't know already, I'm going to assume that they're in a lease because I don't want to just straight up ask somebody, say, if they're a buyer that I, know they need to sell a house. I want to draw it out of them. Okay. So it's in the distance saving up a down payment. Okay. So you're saving up a down payment. So can you share with me when your lease is up? Cause I want to make sure we don't do this too far out because we need to plan accordingly so that we don't do anything last minute. Oh, well, I actually, uh, my family owns a house and they promised to give me half the down payment from that house and see how I didn't ask them a house to sell. And I just use the question, when is your lease up, mm -hmm. right? It's totally unassuming and they don't feel like I'm digging for another sale. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so another question that I really like to ask, which I would take notes if I were y'all, um, actually, is there a way for me to share my screen? Yeah, you can share it. Okay. Let me share my screen really quick. Um, that way, if you want to take a screenshot, you can. Um, Okay. So I, this is basically just leading questions. Okay. So sometimes 
if by then I know they're comfortable or whatever, I'll go, okay, if it's, if they just straight up tell me they need to buy soon or they need to sell soon, I'm going to be like, okay, well, what can I do to help you get prepped? If they have a house to sell, I need to figure that out. Here's some questions to help me with that. So you want to make sure that you start hosting these dinners for your family on a Sunday. When is your lease up? Um, another thing that I want to know is have they been looking with other agents? Like if they're going to buy, have they been interviewing other agents? So I want to just ask questions that I know is going to draw out the answer without me having to ask. You don't want to, you don't want to straight up ask them, have you been looking at other houses with other agents? So you're going to say, how would you say that question? Mm -hmm. So what I like to do is, um, have you been looking at houses already? Mm -hmm. And if they're like, yes, I have me like, oh, nice. Okay. So have you been going to open houses? You know, how are you getting access? And she's like, yeah, I've just gone to some open houses in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. It's safe to assume they're not super loyal to another agent, right? Now, if they're like, yes, I have been looking at other houses. Okay, well, look, I want to be totally respectful. We've had a great conversation, but I do not want to step on other agents toes because I have a great reputation with other agents in this market as a professional. And I don't want to step on their toes. So do you have an agent that you are loyal to working with that you sign documents with? And if they're like, yes, then you can leave the door open in the sense that you're like, well, look, if, if you don't find a house and in the future you want to interview other people, I would love for you to keep my number. You know, that's not crossing any lines and it's still closing the door. Okay. And if they, if they don't, then that's your end to say, well, that is incredible. I would um, be honored to throw my hat in the ring um, as an interviewee to provide you guidance on this journey and see how that's just totally, totally different. Like you're never assuming anything. Okay. Yeah, I love how you're saying that we're almost out of time. So I, I still want to yeah. ask two more quick questions. Yeah. So wrap up the financing. And then I want to ask you about leads and, and social media. So totally. okay. I know agents don't like to talk about financing, but we have to, how do you say it in a way that is more keeps their guard down? Yes. So anytime you want to keep someone's guard down, tell a story and go ahead. And I, this is my story and it's true. And be like, so guys, I know you want to accomplish this goal in six months. Um, has anyone talked to you about the importance of financing? And if at that point they have spilled, you know, you've gotten them through this process, they've spilled and see how I recapped the reason why they started this in the first place. Like, you want to accomplish X, Y, and Z. So has anyone talked to you about the importance of financing? And if they're like, no, um, I, no, not yet. Okay, well, let me tell you guys how important this is. One time when I was a new agent, I took people out to view properties without having a pre-approval done. And I should have known better. It was horrible. Um, how I represented these clients and I learned a lesson the hard way. They thought they could do 400,000 and we found the perfect house. The kids picked bedrooms. We went to put, you know, in the offer and shame on me. They did not have an approval letter and sellers will not look at your offer without one. They will not do it. And they could not afford a $400,000 house. They could afford a $350,000 house. And we were up against other offers and we lost it. And so it is critical that before we start to look, 
we get you in touch with top lenders that are going to represent you well in this transaction so that you're not going to lose out on a house and you're not going to disappoint your family by taking them to look at houses that may not be the budget and see how it's just gaining their trust even more. I love that. Well, real quick, we actually are out of time, but I want you to (laughs) touch real quick. I know. Um, we've it's gone so fast i want you to talk about lead gen for a second of what mm-hmm. seems to be working right now for lead gen and what you're seeing people do on social media that's working yes okay i love attraction marketing what is attraction marketing it is consistently is the word <laughs> putting out value filled content that attracts your ideal customer there's like three things that are important there consistency, identifying who your ideal customer is, okay? Um, And putting it out there that you're an expert. So video, 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 video. I do not care. Y'all, I'm 80 pounds overweight right now. I'm still on the Zoom with you guys. And I know I'm going to get better, okay? And like, you just can't be afraid. All the time, her agent's like, I don't want to get on video. I'm overweight. I don't like my nose. I don't know what to say. It doesn't matter. I... Your first hundred videos may not be your favorite, but you have, it's the opportunity of a lifetime. Think of the internet as a megaphone. It is a megaphone and you can literally sign up for five title company and five lender emails. And every single week you will have content delivered to you that you can talk about on a video. Give us some some quick examples of like ones that are, I love what you said. I hope that you guys heard her. She said, value filled content Mm -hmm. that attracts your customer, right? Mm -hmm. Because I honestly, anytime you say, oh, I just want to say thank you to all my customers that made me top agent. Nobody cares about that. No one cares. (laughs) That's done. Like those days are over. Like, thank you. I'm number one agent. Number one, number one. No. You have to provide value. So give us some examples of some value that you can do on video. Oh, yeah. Um, it could be one. I, I don't know what state everybody's in, but it could be one thing about how to stay protected in blah, 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 paragraph of whatever contract. Like here in Texas, we have an option period. People need to know how that functions, that as a buyer, it's your best friend, it's your seller it's your worst enemy. And just, it could be something from a contract. It could be that you like to work in 76126 zip code and you target that zip code and you talk about a new development that's coming to that zip code. That's valuable for people. How will it affect your house pricing? How's it going to affect traffic? What businesses might be less accessible when they go to expand the road there because of said development? Like, You can, it can be area-based, it can be tips, it can be how to interview an agent. Every time I leave a listing appointment, if I don't get it right there, which is rare, if they're going to interview somebody else, I leave a list of interview questions that are, this is a little clever, little clever tip here, all slanted toward the value that I provide, where when they ask that other agent those questions, they ain't going to know what to say, like, because nobody else can provide, but like little things like that. The top five questions you need to ask an agent when, when you interview them. And it could be anything y'all people are hungry for expert representation and they want to see you involved in your communities. 
Um, I would say like one business post um, a day that is value content. But if you're just starting out, even just do one a week for a month, do two a week for the next month, build it up slowly. I want to tell you one of the reasons why I joined and I just love Canzel is that I can get 100% commission, I get revenue share, and I get stock. I am making thousands of dollars every single month in revenue share and stocks. And I now don't have to work nights and weekends on real estate anymore. You know, I've actually never been to a real estate agent's retirement party. And I want to be the first one that people are coming to at a young age. And I want to share with you some of my favorite resources. So if you go to joincanzelcom slash free, there's a couple that I want you to download. One is a 20 free lead generating PDF. It's going to help you generate leads for free that you can download, as well as there's one on how to double your business. I don't want you to miss it. Go download it today. Joincanzel.com slash free. Well, one of the things that we were doing a ton before the big boom with the last two years, which I think everyone needs to go back to, and I, I can send a copy of this for you guys to see. And I used to do them all the time, even myself. And I'd say something, I'd be at a coffee shop and I'd be like, hey guys, it's Chantel Ray. And I'm here at mom and pop coffee shop. And we're talking with the owner, Susie, Susie, tell us some of the best yeah. things about your coffee, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. start doing those updates. Yeah. Because then they share it on their post. Exactly. And right now, all businesses are in trouble. It's like a, we call it a business highlight. So what you're doing is you're helping other businesses grow. They're sharing it on all their social media and listen to this guys right now for the next week. If you send an email to, if you take a video on your phone, we will edit it for you. Okay. For the business highlight, we have a video team that will do that. We'll do that for you. Go anywhere. You just get one of the girls that are there. They sit there. They video you. Hi, I'm Susie with Canzel Realty. And you talk about their business. We put a few things on there and let them share it. Those business highlights used to get so many views. Oh, yeah. We had one, literally, I'm not joking. It was one of those jump places. I think we got like a million views on it. It was a brand new okay. back in the day, yeah. you know, the jump bounce house, yeah. not, not jump, but I can't remember the name. Sky the air parks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. sky something. It got like a million views on it. Okay. And with our agent, because they shared it corporate, it's a franchise. So the corporate franchise shared it, they boosted it. And by the time they knew it, it you know, it, it's not a bounce house. It's something else, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah jump places that are new right and y'all so, in your content don't be afraid to be who you are if you're a mom then feature play places like jump parks and stuff like that just don't be afraid to like be who you are either because people they're over working with fake they want to work with genuine authentic people yeah well this has been great jenna tell people how they can find you and how they can follow you okay um, find me on Facebook. That's the best way to do it. Um, you can find me at Jenna Harris Hernandez and there's a dash. I'm easy to find. Um, I also have a page, um, the real agent flex where we just love to network with other agents who we teach them how to go from owning a job to owning a business because I owned a job for a long time before I figured out the business side of things. 
And we just love to um, help people know the pathway to freedom, which by the way, you've got a great setup with your current broker. Um, these wonderful folks who had me on today, part of planning uh, your business is passive income. So I want to give a shout out to that. Um, and just thank you guys so much for having me, Jenna Harris Hernandez or The Real Agent Flex. And thank you guys so much. I'm seeing such nice comments in the chat. I'm happy to help. Thank you, Jenna. And you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.